guys, welcome to Cult Film Interview, the podcast where you discuss the films you love but no one else gets and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, we embark on a journey deep into the jungle of the Green Inferno to save some terrible, terrible human beings. Because we're talking about the 1980 video nasty Cannibal Holocaust. So let's start the show. Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Where in the hell are we? What a day! If I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing has turned into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake! I'm so sure. Just look like you like me, and let's stand on. No! That's just like uh, your opinion, man. What did I say? No jelly roll. I get old. They stay the same age. You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. Hey, motherfucker. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining the cult. We really appreciate it. I am your host, Cody Everett. We are doing Fan Pick February. It's still rolling. That's right. You probably listened to last week's episode, which was a doozy of one. So go check that out. Never ending story. Woohoo! Then head over to cultfilminreview.com, put in your fan request for us to review, and then head over um, to Film Bar on March 15th because we are going to be screening Pink Flamingos. They can get tickets where, Chris? The Film Bar, PHX.com. That is correct. As always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilbert. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salustio. Hello, everybody. Before we continue, there is one thing I also forgot to say. Head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. If you do, we'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. Usually that's in the beginning of the show, but fuck it. <laughs> it still is. It still is. Rough start. It's a rough, you know. It's a rough start, but it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. We're going to keep rolling. This is. Four years in. Four years in. We're talking about Cannibal Holocaust. Uh, the director's name is. Riguero Diodato. I'm not going to lie. I'm Italian. That's a nightmare. It's, it was tough. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I feel like that's one of that the one. easiest Italian names we've seen on this show. Oh, I struggle. I, we've been doing this for a long time. We've done a lot of Italian films, and I still struggle to this day. Yeah. Yeah, we so, haven't done a lot of Italian films. Riguero Diodato. <laughs> correct? <laughs> yes, correct. Came out in 1980. Had a budget of 100000 Made $2 million in the box office here in the U.S. It is unrated in slash R. Uh, and, a, <laughs> yeah. and slash R. Unrated, yeah. but yeah. also an R. It's the it was Schrodinger's it? cat. I'm actually... <laughs> I'm pretty of ratings. <laughs> I'm pretty impressed with this. Uh, it's currently sitting at a 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. This is Ian Ladlaw's pick and Samantha Jones. Two requests we had for this one, so that's why it's it was one of the more requested films. It's the only request that came in uh, twice for for the same movie. So, what does Ian say? Uh, Ian says, Cannibal Holocaust is one of those dark films that only the true hardcore horror and gore fans seek out. Mm. And with all the controversy that surrounds the film, does indeed make it a cult film. Where it's not a film for everyone, I believe it deserves a place in your discussion, and I feel it would be great to hear what everybody thinks about the film. It's good. Thank you, Ian. Yeah. Here you will. Very thoughtful. What about Samantha? Uh, Samantha says, because I've been waiting two years for you guys to review (laughs) this family classic. Mm-hmm. Family, also classic. family classic, short, <laughs> short and to the point, you know. For grandma and grandpa, 
Just pull up a barf bag and so, settle in with the fam. Who, in. who here has seen this movie before? Kyle? I have. Kyle, when, when did you first see it? So there was like a time. A there few, was a time. There, yeah. there was a time like five, six years ago where I decided to go down like a path of like shocking films and, and just kind of see. <laughs> I like how you're staring into the camera. <laughs> I was trying to get away with it. I was trying to get away with it. So you're distracting me so much. <laughs> so distracting me so much. <laughs> no, but I, I was like, you know, just like challenge films. Like, you know, I, I watched it in that same span of time. I, I um, you know, I, I faced my fears on Antichrist. I faced my uh, my fears on Solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe you were there for half of that viewing, Chris. Oh, that's a fun half. That's all I need. <laughs> yeah, the fear. <laughs> that's a, I already saw it one time, so yeah, that no half presence. time was a real challenge. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, that's uh, it, it. Was a it was a challenge thing. I will say the version that I watched um, was slightly edited over this one. There was actually extended amounts of um, mostly the animal deaths were a little more extended than the version that that we watched. Oh, I'm glad. Great. I'm glad we got yeah. that one. Sure felt like it. I'm glad we got that <laughs> cut. What about you, Chris? What was the first time that you saw it? I actually have never seen this movie in its entirety. I've huh. definitely seen clips. I've seen movies about movies like this. You know, like like documentaries that talk about shock films and, and things that kind of inspired that whole genre. And uh, I actually, like... When I, when I was like 13, 14, that's when I started getting into like the faces of death kind of stuff and testing my mm. my film, my might, you know, as to what I could handle. Uh, and once I went through that phase, like I hadn't seen Cannibal Holocaust at that point, but after I got through that, I was like, I actually don't want to watch movies with real death in them. Like it started, it started losing its appeal and just became very disturbing to me. Yeah. So, so Cannibal Holocaust was one that I particularly skipped over just because... You know, I was like, I don't really care. Like, I don't feel like I need to, like, subject myself to that that kind of a film. So being forced to go into it, I was like, oh, man, okay. Well, let's let let, let's see what this has to offer in in its entirety, not just in fragments. That's funny that you say that because that's my same point of view with this movie. I've never seen it before. This was (laughs) my first time watching it, too. And it's been like I've known of the movie. I know like I knew I didn't know everything that was in it, honestly. But I knew it was just I just knew it had a reputation of being like something fucking disgusting. So I was like, yeah, I don't like really need that in my life. <laughs> so I'm not, you know, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to watch it. So th- yeah, this was like, you know, being like forced for the first time for force, which is a weird thing. Cause also this movie force, like, <laughs> like what, uh, what about you, Mike? Th- I've done, I've done everything I could in my life to not see this movie. <laughs> like <laughs> if it wasn't wow. for the fact that got picked. Yeah. Like I probably would never have seen it. Probably same here. Like yeah, not I mean, that I was avoiding I, it that I much on purpose, but about it. But it's also like two genres that I just can't be bothered with, which is the found footage genre mm-hmm. and like the kind of like torture porn type of genre. Like those are two they're not my favorite genres in horror. And this one was like the precursor to both. So like I was kinda like, <laughs> All right, I guess I don't have to see this then ever. Yeah. And uh thanks. Thanks, fans. <laughs> Thanks, Samantha Jones and Ian Laidlaw. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, the, the reason that I also avoided it was I did read, I read, I read like a, it was a, it was a really good review of this movie. It was a very honest review and it really did spell out like the sheer amount of animal, like th- that die in it. And that was, I think the reason why I put it on my 
my challenge list because I'm like, I don't really want to see this, but I also mm-hmm. feel like I just kind of need to see it. And mm-hmm. yeah, second watch isn't worth it. <laughs> oh, I wonder where you're going with your review. Ah, uh, you know what? Undece- undecided, man. The mystery Un- awaits. Undecided. So you know, before we get into that stuff, though, it's we should probably get to the plot. So yeah, I'm excited for this. It's time for plots <laughs> with Mike. So, Cannibal Holocaust. It is about this young group of documentarians. Is that right? Documentarians. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. That Sounds makes right. them sound fancy. Uh, they're kind of like celebrities a little bit. Um, and they are like thrill seekers or whatever. And um, they decide they're going to go to this place, the Green Inferno, which is like a relatively, I mean, they, they, it's basically built as a very, very dangerous place, right? With a cannibalistic tribe on it. Two. Several. Two. Yeah. I'm sorry. And it's um, in the Amazon, right? Yes. Yes. And um, so they go, and they're never seen again. And now it becomes big news, and it's on the news. It's like these kids, blah, 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 blah. We're sending out our expert, uh, I believe Professor... Uh, Harold Monroe. Harold Monroe. Uh, He goes out, and he's basically dispatched to try to go find these kids. Um, He gets there, uh, and they actually um, basically make friends with this cannibalistic... One of the cannibalistic tribes... Um, they take them in, and he notices and finds the bodies of these four documentarians and the fact that they left their uh, film for everyone to watch, so he takes it back to the States, and that's where kind of like the story kind of like, the real story kind of like evolves, right? Mm-hmm. About like what happened to this kid. And everything's shown through found footage, like 8mm or 16, 16 probably, yeah. um, film, and uh, it just shows how they ended up corpses and it's quite a thrill ride <laughs> of violence and gore. <laughs> One could say. One could say. With that being said, though, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about Cannibal Holocaust. Today, we are already on the threshold of conquering our galaxy. And in a not-too-distant tomorrow, we'll be considering the conquest of the universe. And yet, man seems to ignore the fact that on this very planet, there are still people living in the Stone Age and practicing cannibalism. Primitive tribes isolated in a ruthless and hostile environment where the prevailing law is the survival of the fittest. And this jungle, which its inhabitants refer to as the Green Inferno, is only a few hours flying time from New York City. Was it to remind us of this that four brave young Americans went there to make a documentary on life in the jungle? Was it also to remind us, for instance, that before venturing into space, we should become more acquainted... And we're back. We're talking about Cannibal Holocaust. Came out in 1980. This was fans pick. Let's get into it. Uh, so it opens up with a news reel, basically about uh, the film crew. We learn a little bit about them. Uh, they are hot shot documentary people. Um, documentary filmmakers. They're very, yes. they're very sure of themselves. It seems like at too first. confident, too confident. A little douchey. Thrill, thrill very sequels. Douchey. They tell them sequels. <laughs> Did I say sequels? Seagulls. <laughs> Thrilling seagulls. <laughs> Yeah, they're just they're, they're douchey, overconfident ass bags, and but they're going to find these warring tribes, uh, you know, in in the Green Inferno in the Amazon jungle, basically to film them and and be famous. Right. Uh, that is their that is their goal. So they go off solid plan. They by go the off way. on this adventure, and then they end up they they come up missing. And who do they send in? Well, they send in Doctor Monroe, of course. Well, he's an anthropologist. That's by, that'd be my first pick. Yeah. I think. Uh, but before they do that, I believe there's like there's there's a scene with a bunch of military guys walking through the jungle. 
Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a random scene before Monroe arrives where yeah, I, I don't know, this paramilitary group like breaks up the these group of natives that are doing. Uh, they're not cannibals. They're they're taking part in a ritual. Uh, where they consume a small piece of flesh as part of this, like I think it was like kind of like a coming of age. Yeah, just a ritual. little taste. But it's not like that's not like that's not their bag. They're not the cannibals. Mm-hmm. They're just these guys. So yeah, they they kidnap one of them and kill the rest for seemingly no reason. And um, yeah, then Monroe arrives and has a fresh uh, hostage. Has a fresh 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 yeah hostage that they uh, obviously paid for. Uh, to to help them in their jungle quest to find these kids because they think I think they think these 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 filmmakers are still alive. Yeah, I think they're under the impression they can still find the filmmakers. And uh, you know, but you you also get the, the impression too, like whatever they shot is important, right? You know, and what is more important, we don't know. Aren't these award winning documentary filmmakers? Like everybody's yes. kind of on the edge of their seat to see what they'll do, do next. next. Yeah. sort of. A, yeah. yeah, like they're. Kind of like they have celebrity about them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, obviously, the news wouldn't be giving a shit that they're getting going to the Green Inferno. Like I, I got the impression they had done a few films. Um, they were really maybe risque or whatever they were doing, and people latched onto it. And they had a, a pretty big fan base, and that was this was their one. They were gonna one up it. Like, well, they just, keep talking about yeah. how how lucky they are to capture this amazing footage of all this stuff. Which you don't find out till later in the film that they're kind of staging, you know, they're they're known to stage yes. things to make it seem grander than maybe what it was, or to because they know, you know, the the underlying uh, thing with this film is is kind of the media's push mm-hmm. to go and you know go in and and explore these tribes and like the entertainment of that. Sorry, right? That's just that kind of runs no, underneath the it, whole film. It, it does. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And uh, you know, as we're on this journey to find these, uh, these people, this this thing I thought where it's like we're gonna go rescue these these uh, these kids, and, you, and before that, you see this big military crew like you know mowing down what I thought was some cannibals, right? I'm like, damn, dude, we're bringing a whole team in and we're we're taking these cannibals out. You know what I mean? I'm like, we're going to see a lot of deaths. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we're going to see a whole army wiped out by these cannibals. It'll be some right. crazy movie like that. That's what I'm thinking That's we're going into. the name implies. Yeah. And then when they start their journey, I'm like, wait, there's three of them. Yeah, yeah. They really, <laughs> like, yeah. They really thin it out, don't yeah. they? Yeah, they're like, ah, we can't go. Yeah, no, <laughs> Bill pulled his, uh, pulled a hammy. <laughs> Bill can't go. We don't you go. You can't raid a village. Yeah, without with a Bill. Hammy. Yeah. yeah, that's just not. A thing. That's not, not a thing. what we do. Go here. home and walk it off. At you home, three Bill. go. You'll be fine. Yeah, Monroe gets paired up with like take two guns each with this fucking vagabond of the jungle and yeah. and his safe. assistant. I felt you know? safe with them. You felt safe with them. I did. I feel like they knew. Yeah, they knew their. They shit. knew the ins and outs. Oh, of they the definitely jungle. knew. Yeah, especially I don't know who the other his assistant is. Yeah. I don't know what he knew. Like he just—he he seemed—he knew everything. He, he knew everything. More, more under. Like he seemed like he knew more shit than the, than the other guy. Yeah, did. he right. was like the tribal element of the uh, of the jungle. Yeah. He you was know? like the he was like the streets, and the other guy was like the business. Smart. Yeah, yeah, he was like the business. <laughs> he was the business end of it. Together, you know? right. he gets street business. Street yeah. business. <laughs> the new comedy from CBS. <laughs> street <laughs> business. <laughs> 
But that's what it, that's what it felt like. And anyways, they they show a lot up. of walking. Yeah, well, they, there's it's Lord of the Rings all over again. God damn yeah. it, it, is yeah. it? Yeah, but the, yeah, but except in Lord of the Rings, they didn't stop to like eat. And they didn't show. Eating. No, we just assumed they were eating in Lord of the Rings. Where is this film? They really. They do. They. they it's an they important. Eat the little bread. Yeah. You it's guys, a, you guys, they have the. Oh yeah, they do eat the bread. Okay. Yeah. 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 But they, the, the bread was not in this. The bread wasn't screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was, yeah. Let's talk about. It. This is the first animal death that we see. Yeah. And because there is a controversy around this film, if you don't know, some people may not have seen this film. Wonder what we're talking about. This film has a controversy because they kill actual animals in this film. So if you haven't seen it before, that is a, a, a warning that I'll gladly give you if it's not oh, yeah. something that you yes. think you can stomach or, or, or sit through. Squeamish, don't watch it. It and is. And it, honestly, it is it is hard to I watch. I will say really quick, yeah. um, um, was it Grindhouse releasing that, that re-released this film? There's actually, I, if I'm not mistaken, there's two versions on, on their Blu-ray, which is uh, one that has all of the animal killing removed from the film and then okay. the uncut version, which we watched. Mm. Okay. Well, good thing we got this one. And was that done just Go on. <laughs> by Grindhouse, do you know? Or was that something that they were required to do for a wider release? Um, So, yeah, this this movie, um, th- to go off what, what Cody's talking about, the controversy, because of all the animal killings, this movie had a really hard time getting released anywhere. Um, it was... I think it was fi- I think it was finally admitted to be viewed or sold in the UK I think in 2001 if I'm not mistaken and that's with I think it with ugh, I don't want to say like 7 or 8 minutes edited out of it mm-hmm. and then they released a fully unedited in like 2012 out there but it's like it's a movie that came out in 1980 and it took you know what thirty years before it could it, it started making the rounds and actually being approved for for release mm-hmm. uh, in all these various countries? So yeah. yeah, if you're looking for this movie, there there are thousands of different variations on the edit depending on what country of origin the one you're watching is from. So I think overall, Grindhouse releasing just kind of threw together their own animal free version just. You know, to appease the masses, so to speak. But you got to make a statement, maybe, or to just be like, "Yeah, that wasn't really well, even, a part." That even the director is like apologized. Yeah, he's for... gone back on it. He, yeah. he, he. I mean, there was a lot of legal battles that went through too. I think him and a handful of other people in the crew were actually arrested for indecency. Oh, like a, they were fi- like it says in the credits that they were fined for some yeah, of the shit. Yeah, there was one like the DP. I think was fined a hand like ten thousand dollars for being in possession of. They everybody thought it was a real snuff film initially. Yeah. Like and the director had to bring the cast members to like the judge that was overseeing this, be like, no, 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 we're alive and all these scenes of people getting chopped up, that was all fake. These are all the special effects work, so on and so forth. So But this was all part of it. I mean, they wanted to market it as a real thing. So they even made the actors and actresses sign non disclosure agreements basically saying they wouldn't talk about the movie for at least a year. Like a year was the length of their contract. They couldn't mention anything well, about the movie or do any press for it because they wanted it to seem like these people were actually missing. And, th- and this is the same thing that they ended up doing in Blair Witch, right? Exactly the like, same and model. It actually yeah. like ruined like those kids' <laughs> like careers. Did it? I didn't know that I, I, part of they it. Couldn't but... act. Like they couldn't go do things or not something for, like that. For I remember. I remember they. Yeah. Eventually, it did come. They did come out on like an award show or yeah. something and revealed it. That clearly they were still alive and it was all just a thing, right? But yeah, but I this remember was... reading something that that it didn't work out really well for them because 
What else? It's like did a they whole do? year they didn't do anything. <laughs> they lost time to really jump on the whole mm-hmm. fame of the movie, and the momentum was gone. And yeah. like it was like, all right. I absolutely believe that Blair Witch was heavily inspired by. Oh, it. I don't oh, think there's any yeah, question. Yeah. They seem to have taken the exact same marketing direction Gimmick. that this guy did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's pretty. It's pretty crazy too. Just to, you know, we're on the topic and talking about that. Like, it's pretty amazing that this is this is pretty much the first film to do kind of like the found found footage thing. Like, and it's very fitting for this type of film. Right. Like it really is because it makes that it makes, it makes the weird, like it, except for the, the muskrat part, like the, the one we're talking about now, like the other animal killings, it, it does seem like it's more for a food situation. Like always, they always put it in a food somewhat situation. At least like they eat the turtle. Like you know what I mean? They yeah, I they think, eat the, yeah. they I eat I, the if, monkey. I remember the correctly the tarantula. I mean, I, if I remember correctly, the director, I think he he said in an interview like he didn't think it was off because I think he grew up in a smaller village where you caught and killed your food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, that, that's totally normal for him, foreign so. directors. That, they, there's there's animal cruelty in other foreign directors' films. Like we, yeah, there's a big difference. There, yeah, there's a big difference. And also, I want to. Even though you're saying, hey, they were doing it for food, the editing around those scenes would suggest that he was definitely trying to show this right. for shock value. Oh, 100%. Like, he's not like innocently like, I don't, right. know, I don't even know what the big deal is. It, like, I think he, he had intent there. You oh, can yes. tell. 100%. He and, did. He did. Yeah. Yes. I agree. There was intent behind it for sure. I just also think that like, yeah, in that part of the world, I don't think it was quite as frowned upon as even it, you know... Even in America, maybe at the time over here, you know, mm-hmm. now it's extremely frowned upon, and you don't even fucking go there, dude. I'm sorry, like, but they, yeah, that muskrat, which is not a muskrat, it's something else, but um, that's gonna that's gonna live with me forever. It's, yeah, that's the worst, I think, animal death in it, just because uh, the way that, like, all the animal deaths in the movie is rough, but all of it, yeah, is awful. There, all the other animals that die get it real fast. It's just like boom, dead. And whereas the muskrat, we just see this guy slowly push a like, knife into this thing, the belly, and it is into the screaming. Belly. You see it, and not only that, but like, see, it's like fucking soul leave its body. Yeah, <laughs> like you see, fucking, it's like faces of death. Like it's, you're just watching, it and you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, that thing. Like, yeah. There it is. Yeah, the sadness that you, washed over me as yeah. this was happening. Oh. I was like, all right, like this just right away. This first death proved to me that I'm not like desensitized because. Yeah. Because, you know, some people will think without this is tame, you know, and, and everybody's going to, that's what these movies do. You kind of pick what's your poison, like what's the worst thing in right, this movie. Right, right, right. Like, and, and you're saying this might be the worst thing for you because of the, uh, like the sheer barbaricness. I think it's because I could hear the creature in pain. That was, I think, the, the the trigger for it. Oh, and it's just slow and holding on it. Yeah. As it's, oh, yeah. It, it was not a quick like it's death. it's not a clean kill. How do you? My other thing too way. is like I gotta know like how do you how do you get the how do you get the actors to this? How do you convince them? Well, how the, do you get them well, to this level? Well, keep in mind like okay, like the I'm gonna jump to another scene like which is the monkey death. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot to put that on the notes. By the way, <laughs> there's another scene of of Much animal later. Death. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. But the scene of monkey death. I mean. The the actors playing the tribes people were natives, and like they they ate the brains of the monkey because it was a delicacy. Right. Yeah, I understand that about. You know what I, I mean? understand about that them, and I understand that they also ate those those they ate the turtle too. And if I'm not mistaken, the girl Faye 
when she vomits when the turtle's being chopped up, that's a real vomit. I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, the other actors, like the dude who's, who stabs the muskrat creature, whatever it is, that I don't think that's, a, like, he's... He could have been. I mean... Like, I don't know. I don't know if he was... I'll tell you one... Could have been just a stand-in. I'll tell you one guy that I, I'm surprised is, the, the pig death, where he puts a gun to this thing and he just blows his brains he, out. Do, he, do, you, do you notice how he winces before he does it? Yeah, like, there was a part of me, I'm like, how did they get this actor to do this? Because I'm like, this guy isn't, like, living in this. this. I don't think that this guy is from here. Like, he thinks he's, like, a professional actor. No, he, he definitely is. And there and at that scene, you, you see him go up to shoot it. He, yeah. like, looks back at the camera a little, like, uh, and then he, like, takes a step back and he kind of rolls his head away at just a touch and yeah. then, before he does it. So he oh. clearly... I don't think he was totally jazzed no, about that. Yeah. He had an okay. issue in there somewhere with <laughs> us. Yeah. Well, good to know because I, yeah, I mean, we're on the muskrat death. There's so many more that we hit along the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about a lot of them. And I think right they now, but... each actually have their own, like their own moments where it's just the level's too just, high. It's brutal in its sadness, you know, to watch it happen. Even though it's food, even though it's food for some people, and it's like part of their culture and stuff right. like that. I think it's. I think the. Yes. I think the issue I take with it because you can look at a movie like Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. They killed a cow. Right, they that was did. a legit cow that they killed on screen. But like, I think the. I think what the director did in Apocalypse Now is it. The killing of the cow wasn't. I feel like used as a piece of shock. Um, for for the telling of the tale. Right. The director, I. As much as I absolutely despise all of the the animal deaths in it, uh, he played it to his strengths to make the film more impactful because oh. you're 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 basically playing playing the playing this hand here that, that you're saying this is real, and then you immediately follow an animal death up with something extreme, you know, mm-hmm. somebody getting an arm chopped off, mm-hmm. yeah. and like. Connecting those dots, I think, in the human brain that makes you think, like, well, if this is real, then maybe this is real. Yep. And if this is real, then this is... And he keeps ramping up... He keeps on ramping up the stakes on it. You know what I mean? So, like, from that aspect, like, I... You know, good job playing to the psychology of people, but I fucking despise it. Yeah, and that's, yeah. You're right, dude. I didn't think about it like that. Like, yeah, just the order that you would put something in in order to get the audience to already be in that mode. Right. Well, yeah, because after after we see the animal violence, the next thing we followed up with is like this ritual death thing that we're forced to watch of a of a, a tribesman dragging a woman through the mud and then stabbing her in the vagina with a wooden he rapes dick. Her. Yeah, he, he rapes, her. rapes yeah. her with a phallic rock. I rock. looks like a rock, honestly. And then and then beats the fuck out of her. No, with, hold on. Then. Th- Takes mud and throws it into the wound, or like he's... a rock or something. No, he takes mud. No, it I just takes a handful of mud. Create... Gotcha. Yeah. And then he just sh- just he yeah. shoves it into the wound that he's created with this giant phallic stone, and then he proceeds to beat the woman death. And Monroe is sitting there like, "We need to stop this shit." Right. And the tracker's and the like, "Dude, like, this no. is like their ritual. This is who they are. This Which is, is their such shit." Such a mind fuck for the audience because you are the you're that group that's going on that adventure and. Uh, you know the tracker keeps pull- you're you want to be in Monroe you're, and go you're fuck Monroe, you yeah. I'm gonna go but then he keeps pulling you back and pulling you back no this is not you know she got caught for adultery this is part of their culture this is they would kill him if he did not do this you know so and, and as an audience member you're just so pissed that you had to sit there and just witness yeah I agree this horrible with that. atrocity oh, yeah. and like but don't they like what what ends up happening to that guy 
The guy that's doing the ritual kill. Uh, they just follow him. Uh, they follow him back to um, the first tribe we encounter in the film, which right. is the uh, which is the tribe that has the the, the guy with the, the the bullet hole in his leg. Mm-hmm. So that's what they do. They follow him back there, uh-huh. and then that's where they discover like the 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 people of the tribe are distrusting of of him because he's a he's a white dude and they're like the last encounter they had apparently wasn't very good yeah and they show show him this burned down hut where there's a couple skulls in it and in shit and um that's where we start to at least for me like that's where I start to get the picture like okay so the film crew definitely came through here like what the fuck went down mm-hmm. because they clearly are not not a fan and they end up winning the tribe over with a switchblade. Well, didn't didn't they kind of figure out clues like that they were on the right path? Like they found a lighter that belonged to yes. somebody, and they're like finding clues that yeah, yeah they find a cannibal with a right. lighter, uh, a po- uh, a wrist ro- a wristwatch, right, right. you know, all these little trinkets. It's like mm-hmm. okay, shit. So like, right. so they know they're on the right track because they're like somebody went through here that isn't from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, and these guys got their shit. Then yeah. they get in, uh, inducted and tried by drinking that thick-ass white oh, shit. Which I don't know what that is juice? exactly. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. They don't really was. ever say what it is. <laughs> I, it's just like, yeah. Just it's like us. the most viscous thing yeah. I've ever... <laughs> it just goes... All I know is the ladies are putting it in their mouth, spit it back into the cup, and then give it to the fellas. And I'm like, yeah, not on board. Not on board. Yeah, but in that situation, you really going to hard pass that? Oh, I'm drinking the fuck out of that shit. Oh, yeah, because... Uh, that situation. I might be eaten by a woman and spit out. Yeah, I'm fucking. Uh, everything is like just taken to like this disgusting level in this movie. It's like, a that's, fucking challenge, man. Yeah, that's yeah I mean, do. they definitely do that. And then uh, after that, they leave that village. Yeah, right? after that, they leave, and then they're they. Oh, that's right. They stumble upon a group of um of of one of the cannibal tribes. I believe it's the tree people. Right. So they're like, oh shit. Well, let's just follow them. They'll probably lead us to where we gotta go. And then that leads to like. It's like West Side Story in the jungle. Like the two chan- cannibal tr- tribes are just going at it in the clearing, and uh, <laughs> so that's pretty much how people it is. snapping their fingers out yeah. there, They're dancing God. around, holding hands, and, and then Min- pulling out switchblades because I got one now. Doing the can can Monroe and the and the and then the guides take a side and they yeah they pick a side and they they shoot out they shoot out yeah. a few a few of the up warring the opposing tribe and then now they're like oh these guys might be cool yeah you can follow us back to our tribe and that's that's how they discover the the tree house of the tree people and like home base yeah is that what is that was Monroe when does he get naked and, and get so this is after this find yeah. the effigy yeah. or whatever the hell yeah. that thing is so once they get there they realize that they're this this tribe's not really accepting of them being there so you know monroe's like i'm an anthropologist i know how i know how <laughs> tribes and and cultures work so he strips at he strips naked gets into this the, is the, the second, river this is like the second penis we've seen this is too, the second so penis yeah, so a, far yeah it's like three or four penises we, mi- we missed an earlier penis so that's okay right <laughs> <laughs> yeah full frontal on everybody honestly in this movie but yeah while he's in the river then the women of this cannibal tribe come out and they're like you know, all excited that he's also naked in, in the river. So then, like, as a reward, they lead him to this this totem that this cannibal tribe made, and it's basically this this statue made out of the corpses of the, our documentary yeah. crew that we're looking for. A real piece of the art. Weird, the <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. The weird thing that I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, so all the tribe girls couldn't wait to just run in there with the white guy who is all... <laughs> All naked in there, and then tug on his dick. They couldn't wait for that. All these Looks like they were like women. smearing mud on it and shit. Yeah, I, like a part of me <laughs> thought that this was 
I was like, this like, is like not altogether a sexual thing. No, no, it's no. more of an initiation yeah. type of thing. I don't know. I took it as I was like this because I, you know, I once know again, the, Cody, you're in that situation, eaten by a cannibal no, or getting naked in no, a river. No, what I mean is like, I know this isn't a. Ri- I'm I know, with Mike every time. I know this. <laughs> I know this isn't. A, <laughs> whatever the path forward is, I'm yeah. gonna take it. <laughs> I know this isn't like a like a real movie or a real documentary. It just seems like something like, all right, and this is where all the tribe girls run in when I'm naked and they initiate me by tugging on my wiener, right? <laughs> For all I know, that maybe so, that's derived from some so kind of. Can I be honest? There is a part of me that feels like it feels creepy. It, no, that it, to me, it may, maybe no one said anything to them to do that. Yeah, there is. Yeah. A, there is a certain sense of just off the cuff that she just, just did natural. It. Like, well, that's one question I have about this whole movie: is how involved were the tribe actors? Like, there weren't actors, right? No, none of them. No, they weren't so, actors. So, so like, I, I can only imagine trying to direct people who aren't typically in movies, you know? Yeah, like, you're, just, you're just, you know, it, I mean... And how would they interpret this story? Well, how do you tell them about the story about how they're these I horrible don't, I don't, cannibals? I mean, don't I get me can... wrong, I have no idea how he managed to pull that <laughs> off. Yeah, I don't know either, because, I mean, you, Eli Roth made his own homage to this film right. called Green, Green Inferno, Inferno, and yeah. yes, he employed also natives in the area, and if I remember correctly, I believe he showed them this film as, right. like... I can't speak the language, but I'm going to show you what I want to have happen type of thing. And this is how you eat flesh type of thing. And, and like, so I don't know if they did that, if there was like some sort of like visual cue or some sort of like broken communication, but. Well, I'm sure they have like people communicate, you know, like just like in this film, they bring their helpers along to help communicate with the tribes and, right. and navigate and whatever. So I'm sure making these films, they had people that were assisting in that area. But even still, it's like you go into these communities and you're like, okay, you guys are flesh eaters and you're going to rape all these women and you're going to, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. they're all just like, yeah, cool. Like, that sounds great. I have like, no, yeah, I have no idea how that 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 gets done. Yeah, there's a dude. I don't know what level of directing you need to be that you... Like, basically say, all right, well, you're basically going to be playing, well, to us, yourselves, because we have no idea what the fuck is over here. Like, right? Because, like, Westerners have no idea about the Amazon or what yeah. their their culture is or anything like that. So he's creating this false right. kind of culture. And, I, I, you know, to them, are they seeing it as, wait, are you, like, exploiting the shit out of us? Or are you... Or, like, are they more like, yeah, sounds like a good idea, entertainment. We got that. Like, yeah, I got it. Yeah, I okay. Know. Like, I don't know how they think. There has I don't to know be. What there had to be here. some incentive, money or goods or some sort. There's got to be. Something. For, is like, there a fuck? There has to be like a fucking I, book that was written on no, this film and how this all happened. I know for like I'm sure. I like, know for Green Inferno at least. Like they they gave them like tin roofs for their their huts. I believe is what like it was. Like they helped build shelter for them yeah. and stuff like that. Okay, see, there's got to be some kind of trade. Well, I understand incentive. that. Like, yeah, but 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 I don't know that, and that goes to the level of did. Was this was this director exploiting these people? Mm-hmm. Because I think there's a if lot. If they had no idea, like, oh, I don't know dude, what's going to come of this, and I then there was a lot they of see it. the context of it, and they're just like, "This is fucking really kind." From of what offensive. I read, the director was completely awful to these people during the directing of this film. Like, fucking ironic. That's no, like, that's incredibly like, he would, like him, <laughs> and, him and the other guy who were, who were making this got into fights all the time on set apparently and I guess like I don't I'm not saying this I read this on Wikipedia but they were like you know he did not treat people well on set let's just put it that so way. what are you saying Chris he did not treat people well on set according to Wikipedia okay so you're saying that 
Um, <laughs> okay. No, because you made like a big point. I'm like, uh, I'm not saying. Right, wait, let's move on because there's so many more. Yeah, I'm there's so much yeah. happening. So no, there is so much more happening. So after he strips naked, he basically runs with his recorder, uh, f- with with his pants on at this point, up to what looks very. If you ever seen the movie Congo, it kind of looks towards the end when they're in the the, 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 the is diamond. There any cave. other movie you that know? you know that you can relate this film to? <laughs> yeah. in Congo. You know the plot I, is so similar. It's insane. Do you know what I thought? Of though, it's when so I saw insane. the treehouse, when it's I saw when I when I saw the I'm calling it a treehouse, I really just thought of the uh, the Lost Boys from Hook. <laughs> oh, that's another one. <laughs> I can see that one too. I thought it's con- one of the cannibals yells bangering. You know, <laughs> I thought of I thought of the the gray gorillas when they come out of the little cave holes. Like that's what I thought. Oh yeah, looks like that to me. All right, well we all seen movies with jungles in them. <laughs> 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 like, the, the yeah, I think it was any different than any other. Brack in here, okay, Mike. Was anybody else shocked when the Anaconda came out of nowhere and it snatched up? That was more shocked when Ice Cube rolled out. Uh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. It snatched up one of the, the tribesmen and ate it whole because it was a giant Anaconda. See, so yeah, see how they all connect. tape recorder and gun. Tape recorder and gun shoots it off in the air and basically they were like, "Whoa, you're cool as fuck now." What's he playing on the tape recorder that I don't gets know. them to all? It, it, oh, they get, the they record, he recorded the he recorded the tribal song that they did earlier. Yeah. Oh. So he played it back and he's like, "I've they 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 say in the film they assume he ca- he can capture souls." Yeah. They're mm. looking and they, they they've never seen a fucking tape recorder before. Right. Of course. And I and if I'm not mistaken, from what I I kind of read a little bit because I didn't know exactly what happened right here. But from what I read, he he gives them the tape recorder, and they give in in return for the the tapes. Okay, for the yeah, yeah for, the, for film. the actual film because yeah. they don't know what the fuck they have. They're just like, no, oh, look at these cool metal discs. Like they don't know what the fuck they're shiny. Yeah, they don't know what they are. Right. So to them, mm. he they're seeing it as you're going to give us a magic device for this shit. But here's the like, thing: here, fuck yeah, take them. Okay. Like, that 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 trade does come with a uh, a catch. Got a catch twenty two there. He's got to take a big old bite of yes. random meat. He does have to take a bite. Came out of a carcass, like, like a, a human carcass. One of their enemies. Oh yeah, it was one of the enemies. That's right. Yeah, like they find one of the. Oh, it's a woman, right? No, it's a dude. No, isn't there like an entire like rape fest that happens? Or something? No, not not yet. <laughs> I, I feel like there is, dude. I feel like he's right because your senses be, have been raped up to this it, point it, it, no, with the, various and things. And it, it, that's true. It, like I was, there's so many people that get fucking killed in this. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm not gonna either. lie to you. Oh, no. I know, I know, like, he takes a big, old, he big, he takes a big old bite of meat, and then he's that's you know he's was, back in New York, dressed all nice in a suit with yeah. a shaved face. I'm like, all right, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so much trauma in this movie. It all blends together for me. It does. I was saying that. Like, I, I, who, I can't, keep, here? I can't yeah. keep the timeline straight of when a death happens or, or what death happens at what time, but I'm just like... Well, we're pretty much at the first half of the deaths. I yeah, mean, yeah. The first half of the film is pretty much done at this point. So, yeah, we roll up to the second half of the film, which is, is we're in, a, like a, in a, a newsroom, and we find out that Dr. Monroe's back. He's being interviewed, and he's telling his story of what happened, basically. And then they want a television station, I take it, wants him to edit the footage together right. of what they found and you know what um what what he did right and there's they they show him this weird tape of the kids and then basically say you know these these documentary film filmmakers they knew how to push the boundaries a little bit to get what they wanted to tell a compelling story oh yeah what's that called it's called what highway Lying. highway to <laughs> is what it's called <laughs> fabricating Lying. um no the um, no they show him a political like at the beginning, uh, of, oh, of, like of the firing of, squads and shit yeah. like that. And they okay. said this was all faked. Yeah, 
this wasn't real. Okay. All this stuff that happened yeah. wasn't a real they thing. Created a they false, created a false, uh, yeah. false story, false, false, uh, a yeah. false war is what they said. False war. Yeah. Okay, so this is where we start learning more about the film crew themselves, and we realize that they're not just arrogant. Right, because they, <laughs> they start showing us the footage that they found in this, and we, and we go on their journey of some of it has sound, some of it doesn't, which I thought was a fun, interesting little take that they did, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, I, I, I actually really enjoy this, this. It's weird to say this because I don't, and I do. From a technical aspect, and this being one of the first found footage films, I really respected the idea of it and how it worked in this movie and really enjoyed that aspect of it. What they did within it, I don't know if I can say I enjoyed. Right. Yeah. But from the other aspect of it, from like a filmmaking standpoint... No, it definitely gets some kudos gives, for be for but, being innovative in that aspect. But it also aspect. gives like this this portion of the film such a different feel. You go from yes. somewhat of a, of a you feel like you like feel an like adventure story. Yeah, almost. but you feel like Doctor Monroe's in danger, but you feel safe because it feels conventional, right? right? Like you know, you're like, well, this feels like a movie. I this feels safe to me. But when it when it comes to the kids that you already know are dead, and they found this footage, and then you actually start seeing it, and it's like this rough stuff mm-hmm. it really does give you this sense of like a gritty like this is a sadder feeling like you were saying earlier sad i think is a, is a great it's a weird way to describe this film but also a great way to describe this film mm-hmm. you start getting that feel with when they go over this so i just like that combination i think that it's it's a weird thing that works really well in this film with uh with what we're about to get into because this is when it gets into the shit <laughs> <laughs> So, but before we get into that, let's just take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about Cannibal Holocaust. Mm. Pretty powerful stuff, huh? Well, just to give you an idea how Alan and the others worked, everything you just saw was a put on. You mean this was. That was no enemy army approaching. Alan paid those soldiers to do a bit of acting for him. You'll have to excuse me now. I'll join you later. Yes, thank you. Shall I go ahead? Yeah, why not? And we're back. We're talking about Cannibal Holocaust. I was talking about how gritty uh, it felt with um, the found footage and how that made it feel. Yes, you were. I wanted to jump in on that. And I wanted to agree with you and say that, um, and I don't know if you guys felt this either, but because because of the found footage aspect, because of what you mentioned earlier about how we already know that these kids are dead going into it, like, the second found footage started playing on screen, I was filled with, like, this sense of dread because I was just, I was wondering, I'm like, what point, okay, what's going to happen? When's it going to happen? You know what I mean? Like, there was, it was, I was, I was waiting for something shitty to happen to these kids like every second of this film me too here's the thing me too because we don't know how shitty these people are yet <laughs> right so you're thinking like oh man they're just going to they're going to an arrow's going to fly out of somewhere catch them in the head and they're going to be one of them's going to be eaten right something like that you know something like that that's what i was thinking and that is not what happens no i didn't what? expect so much character development to come along for this back half me either like yep. I thought it was just going to be a kill fest kind of deal. Like, oh, they're just getting hunted. But it, you really do learn about these characters as we. Yeah, well, they have all that extra footage before they even hit the jungle, where they're at the hotel, and they're you, you're kind of getting introduced to different characters. The the woman's just walking through. 
out of the shower yeah. naked in the room. Their relationships are all kind of open. See, yeah, you can see like their. You can see the camaraderie well, between them and stuff. She's mm-hmm. definitely in a relationship with one of the guys. Yeah, yeah the main dude. And the main dude who is apparently his, his character trait is that he's obsessed with filming and finding the and holding the camera. Basically, he's obsessed with with yeah capturing like the most like chaos and most insane shit possible like yeah he's pretty obsessed with this this yeah, camera to the point that it really 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 shows his colors at the end of the film because well, it's said throughout the film too like are you filming right now like quit fucking filming right now. like yeah. i don't know how many times you hear that in this movie yeah yeah <laughs> at least a fucking hundred but but all that sense of dread that i that i described the filmmaker quickly dashed away because i mean after after watching them walk for a while we come upon the well, a, a turtle yeah they find a turtle and like a big old fucking it's like a sea turtle it's yeah. fucking huge yeah he's fucking massive yeah in a muddy ass lake or a in river in a muddy ass lake they and pull him out yeah, and they, we get our second animal death and we get, they they fucking chop his head off See, right there i knew this was coming i've never seen this scene before but i've heard about the infamous turtle yeah. slaying scene so once yeah once they pull it out and you realize how huge this fucking thing is and that it's actually alive and moving around and it just filled me with dread to know what was about to occur yeah yeah, yeah me oh, too yeah. Yeah, because they they chop its head off. Its legs are still kicking. Then they fucking peel the back off of it, and they show ev- they show everything. Not show quickly, everything. by the way. No, no, well, I mean, how 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 easy is it to rip a shell off of a carcass? I mean, they they didn't <laughs> they didn't show you in two shots. They lingered on the fact that they're yanking this no, poor yeah, they, fucking turtle shell you, off. They show, yeah, and uh, the guy obviously knew what he was doing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming mm-hmm. he's like, not my first turtle. Yeah, um, yeah. and you know. They show they just show in graphic detail basically how you would carve this thing up to eat it. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, you said the girl pukes at some point in time, which you said it was real. Yeah, I read I read that 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 was a that was like a real reaction. Like she was like crying, like her her tears were legit. Yeah, and she, all that shit. So she was clearly disturbed by it. Yeah, they end up eating this turtle though. That was just for food. They're just filming hacking it up like that's what they you know yeah and but, and always so gleefully too yes. that's what i feel like with these characters like anytime something like this goes down it's like they're happy to do it it's not like oh i gotta well, eat we're hungry well, right they're happy to definitely film it because it's like yeah footage 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 we right. need this type of shit and like that's the driving force through every well, decision that these characters make is is this good good enough footage for our documentary? To be right? famous. It's, be it's, all about, it's, it's, all, be it's all about being famous, too. This right. is going to make us famous. We're right. going to win an Oscar. Right. Like they say that lines. all the time. Yeah. Yep. It's all about, well, and that's, again, like, you know, uh, exploiting things to make them grander and greater yeah. and bigger mm-hmm. than they are, you know, to be famous. So they start walking again after that, and then they take another break. And at this point, their guide, who should know the jungle better than anybody else, Dies in like the most tourist jungle way. I feel like you can die. Even I know this jungle rule. Right. Always check your shoes before you right. put them on. Like I feel like everybody like that's you're in the jungle. <laughs> that's just what you're doing. Did they do that in Congo? Did they, they check their shoes they, before? Okay. You're damn right they did. <laughs> you're damn right. That's why they made it to the end. Okay. That. <laughs> that. Uh, and a laser gun and a hot air balloon, Chris. Yeah. Three, Three. things you need if you're gonna go in a jungle. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't check your shoes. Check your shoes. Didn't pack, a, gun. Didn't, didn't pack a hot air balloon. Hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Three things, Chris. God damn it. Didn't, didn't pack his fucking communications grade so diamond. Imagine like this idea of like bear grills. Like, what are the three things you need? Oh, you need a laser. <laughs> 
hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah, that's like they said they're gonna send Cody out in the jungle to survive. Uh, he's for for two weeks. He's asked for a hot air balloon and a, and a laser gun. <laughs> One laser guns don't exist, so we can't give him. That. We gave him two. Uh, we two, gave him a blue laser fuck pointer. Is he gonna get a hot air balloon? I'd be like, it sounds like he wants to ride around in a balloon shooting a laser gun. I'm not sure what he's trying. It sounds like he wants to, to destroy the. Here. The jungle. <laughs> he also asked if we could uh, start a volcano. I don't know what that means. <laughs> His words were, can you just Dash. jump start this thing? <laughs> 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 and Philippe dies in like the, the most amateur way ever. Dude, they try to cut his fucking leg off yeah, but to he, save it. But he puts his, his toe. Yeah, first of all, he couldn't get through the toe fast enough. Oh my god, yeah, the the knife digging into the toe? Mm-hmm. Who cringed at that scene? Oh, I did. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Knife digging into anything. But he's oh. bit by a snake on the foot by putting his shoe back on. It's like... It's kind of a small snake, right? It's like yeah, just a little yeah. small. Oh, yeah, but that's not the but size I, of the snake. I don't think Amazon poison, I like, right? The guys, <laughs> they were so excited. They were so excited about... Like the toe is not quick enough for some reason. I don't. I didn't understand why that wasn't quick enough. And then after that wasn't quick enough, they went real high up on the thigh. <laughs> yeah, they went, they were just like, well, it's almost to his brain. Yeah, we either cut him below the neck or we just go <laughs> right below the waist. I don't know. Once you get in the bloodstream, I say. Jeez, dude, Too it, late. Was, it was crazy. Like yeah. they went way high up, and then it just immediately cuts to him dead. Yeah, just, just they they cut they cut off a limb for nothing. Yeah. I know he's suffering and just only to die. Yeah. Well, they cauterized last, it too. His, oh yeah, they, oh, they cauterize a fucking artery like that. I don't think you can just like fucking, stick a hot thing on there you and can't just seal it off up. like a whole leg like that and just like, that that's like, needs to the, be that's like right hot. in the middle of like the femoral artery, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like how the fuck? I don't know. How, I'm, look, these, I'm not a fucking doctor. These, clearly, these kids are say, clearly not prepared for their situation. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They saw this shit in Rambo and they thought yeah. they could do this. But shit. even if you like, that's, like, but that's how. It, but that's how it also felt. Yeah, like that's how it felt, and it felt like these kids had this panic, and it was like there are there's portions of this movie where it does feel very realistic, and I could see how they got away with this in the in the 80s, like mm-hmm. because people were like probably like holy fuck. <laughs> Like these poor kids had to chop that dude's leg off. They just killed a turtle. That was real. Again, it's that whole thing of like mm-hmm. that was real. Mm-hmm. And they hit you with, you know, a person death. And oh, then, they also kill the snake in that scene. Yeah. They kill they chop okay. the snake up in that scene too. Keeping and make sure we stay on yeah. top of the animal kill count yeah. here. Yeah. Then they shoot one of the natives and then follow him back to the tribe that's not cannibalistic. This is when right? you really realize that they're pieces of shit. Yes. This is where it like, really comes in <laughs> like, that they're pieces right. of shit. Because they like just, they, they, they shoot somebody so they can watch him hobble back to his and then they camp. Come in, yeah, then they come in with guns and they just start. Dude, they just fucking I wreck that I didn't place. expect it. I didn't expect it to go there. Yeah, me either. I thought they I, were just going to wander in and get some footage and shit. I didn't think they were going to be cra- I, go crazy. I, at this point, I know exactly where the film is going for me. I'm they, like, all right, I know what they're gonna do here. They went black but ninja on I did that not, village. Yeah, I did not <laughs> think they were gonna do it to that level. Like, I thought it was gonna be a slow progression into like their fucking, like this, you know, what is it, what what was it, colonialist kind of like hmm. violence that yeah. you knew was gonna occur at some point in time. But like, it it goes from, I can't even say zero to sixty. You can tell they're still pretty horrible at this it's point. It's at like 40, 50 right now. It just jumps point. it just jumps to to absolute <laughs> well, like they have not only do they have no problem cutting off a leg, 
they have no problem just absolutely massacring a village at this point. Right. They're yeah. happily doing and it. And they yeah. yeah, they get into the village and they 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 just randomly start herding all these people into well, one single hut. Yeah. I, and I think it was the well, they shoot the pig. I think first. what they were Snuff. I think yeah, they do, yeah, they do shoot the pig, which we forgot to talk about that. That's one of the I feel like it's so quick at least in the aspect of like it's weird. The pig just hits the ground, so you don't really see. And you just see a hole in his head. You don't see a lot squealing of squealing. Is what got yeah, me, but you dude. don't see a lot of blood. So it, for me, it felt like the least violent of some of these kills, honestly. Which for is, me, it's still violent and hard to take. Don't get I me think, wrong. I think that that was one of the that was one of the hardest ones for me because as where everything else was framed in the sense of like, like we're eating the animal, right? Right? Like not that it made it better necessarily in terms of the violence, but this one, it's like he's kicking it around. And when and you know, like I just knew he was gonna shoot it. Like right. He had a gun in his hand, and you're like he's kicking it. Yeah. He's and... kicking it around. This is the one that feels like the most like See, I don't know like but... like raw cruelty. Like I'm gonna sh- right. I'm not even gonna eat this thing. I'm I'm just shooting it because I can. Right. He's just showing them. Well, he yeah. shot, even he say shot, they have a line. Yeah, don't yeah. they have a line that says you got to show you got to show them who's well he sh- he shoots it's, the it's their food. It's their food. They're obviously it's a younger pig. They're obviously gonna feed that pig and grow it and then yeah. eat it later. Yeah. Right. This tribe, but. He kills it beforehand before right. they can have anything. So yeah, they and then they go on this rampage and like burn this village down. What I took it as is that they were filming this footage to that that they they were saying like we're not going to find these two tribes of warring. We're not going to be able to film this, so we're going to create this war between yeah. these two right. tribes. Yep. Right, that's exactly what it is. Right. Like all the they went fucking ape shit yeah. and just start all the burning footage of, of and... them actually initiating like the fire and the killing I mean that never would have made it into the final edit it would have been edited and framed as like look at the chaos this war is causing a, right. a, a hut full of people burned alive type of yeah. shit and then it gets like then we're like man it can't get any worse it sure fucking does it yep. sure. Did anybody else does. feel that was strange that they that uh, that uh, the director and the script girl banged right after lighting a hut on fire? Yeah, and then in front of all the village people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, this is where you realize how truly sadistic these people are. Right, like the like like they literally just engaged in like mass violence and and murder, mm. and now they just want to go like fuck in front of like and it, I, I see it all very animalistically like. Like they're just like basically like fuck you guys. We're the ones you need to be afraid of us. We have the guns. We have, right. you know what I mean. They yeah. just totally turn and like treat these people like complete animals. You know, absolutely. Oh right. yeah, and they're fucking awful. And then uh, I'm not sure where it goes after that. I feel uh, like let's it's check it, the notes. Does it go really. into the abortion scene then, or does it go into the? Uh, gang yeah, rape? the abortion scene is next. Yeah, because they filmed that where um, this tribal, this pregnant one has a baby ish. They like rip it out of her. It seems like yeah. They basically take take the. It's just a random. What what what's what's irritating to me about this scene is it's completely even for the film crew completely random. It doesn't add anything else to whatever uh, semblance of a plot that this film crew is following following they just happened upon this ritual that's happening and yeah they tie this woman to you know they string her up arms and legs tired of these posts and then they basically force this childbirth out of her then they bury the fetus in the mud on the riverbank and then beat the shit out of her with rocks to the head yeah and they kill her yeah and they kill her but, and, and the excuse that they give is that they have a 
They're trying to get rid of the sickness, basically. They they don't allow it into the tribe, is what they were saying. Like, right, but like they also have, like they were talking about, like it, they do have a weird aggression towards women not being virgins. Like, you can't mess up, like you can't. Right, right. You can, can in no way come off as promiscuous in any way. It's almost like a Puritan society. Correct. Mm-hmm. That like, mm-hmm. you slip up <clears throat> once and they do these horrendously bad things to you. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, this, this like is who, the part too that's actually really bad because, you know, around the circumstances of how they filmed it, like it's such a made up kind of like, I don't know. It's like how the fuck did you get them to do this? Like you know, mm-hmm. like it it seems very very exploitive and it definitely, I you know like, I don't know I don't understand the point of trying to make these people look as barbaric as they possibly. It's like the guy purposely put this scene in there. They'd, so he's like, I got to show just how horrible these. Well, this scene, this scene, this scene serves a f- serves function though because it's it's now it's now the second moment that it's driving home that what you've just brought up being promiscuous has it has grave consequences in this world mm-hmm. because this is now going to drive home the last moment that we see of punishment for being promiscuous that happens closer toward the towards the end of the film with the uh, the, the impaling, right, right, you know. So that happens. That happens next. So well, what happens next is the fucking just most awful fucking gang rape scene. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I mean. Like it, yeah. the crew basically they gang rape um one of the tribe girls in uh, i think one of the tree people one of the tree people's yes. gr- uh, w- women yeah the film crew gang rapes her so that they can get footage of her basically being punished but like this is the part that i don't understand i don't think that's why i think no. they yeah. literally no, just they're doing gang it for raped fucking her. straight up pleasure because it, it, there's no way they're doing it and trying to edit themselves out of it yeah, there's like, no, there's stuff even she would be punished because she, of what, ha- what what happened. happened to her. Right, I understand. Right, so they, they, they so they would film whatever the punishment was, and then they don't show them gang raping her. They just show the punishment to show how brutal this tribe is. That he even he they're even trying to get the it. tribe to yes. react by killing. I I never thought of this. I'm now oh, okay. I now think maybe he says saying. they're trying to manipulate he the it, situation. He says oh, it so with there his, is a back. Yes, to this. See, he says it with his dialogue, which makes him even worse. People because yeah. they do enjoy it, and they absolutely. Like, well, or, this scene fucked me up a little bit because it's fucking because terrible, not dude. only is it just like out and out, you're just attacking somebody and raping them, you know, but you've got four people in on this whole fucking thing, and one is a woman, and you well, know she was the most she was the most she was the most against the idea. She for was, sure. but goddamn, not enough. Not enough. Not and, enough I mean, is right. Like, she's in it anyways. It doesn't fucking matter. Like right. it's inexcusable that she just murdered a hundred people in, in a fucking hut, and they're rolling in the fucking dank ass mud like just like I'm like how is this even working like you know th- like it's brutal enough but now they're in this mud and all covered in it and everything I'm like I just I mean talk about needing it's to take a shower it's aggressive <laughs> it's a, it, the whole scene is just so aggressive yeah. it's so fucking long it's terrible and and did, was there one shot like I don't know if I if anybody else saw it there was one shot where they pan over uh, whoever's behind the camera Doug or something I forget what his name is but he pans over to uh, the lady 
and there's a guy like creeping yes. up on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a guy that was like, I think, yeah, I think the camera like pans as he's kind of like he's like as they're, pa- as they're passing the camera well, around, and you can show, see one of the tribesmen watching. Just show one of the tribesmen watching yes. so that they know that this that they did it in front of him because they knew she would get punished again because of of the virginity thing. Yeah, I don't think they knew he was there. They, they yes, they did. I feel like they didn't. They, they, they did. presented in a way to. I thought he was gonna sneak up and start wrecking some yeah, shit. No, dude. they knew he was there. That's why they did like again. This was all motivated for the film because the guy's obsessed with film and capturing this with this horrendous stuff, and he has a story in mind. This I, is also why he's uh, he's even more terrible than like this is all planned, terrible, horrible I, shit, so I, he can film stuff. I definitely, I, I definitely agree that he's doing this specifically so he can capture more stuff for film. However. I really don't think the film crew knew that somebody was actually watching them specifically. Like, I think that if anything, they thought they would do this. She would obviously have signs that she was she was raped or or whatever, and they would capture whatever the reaction to that was. Well, I, mean, I don't like, think they were banking on someone actually catching them in the act. Well, but the the fucked up thing about it is that they're fucking filming it. The girl does doesn't the girl walk right up and say like, "Why are you filming this?" Yes. And he's like, "For us." Yeah. Like he's doing it like that's that's a thing where it's definitely like it I mean even if you say the rape is somehow a man, like it, like the goal behind it is to manipulate the two tribes to fight they're like, clearly doing it for themselves. Yeah, it, it's so oh, overwhelmingly like fucking eclipsed by the fact that these people are so <laughs> horrible that they're and they're try, they're videotaping themselves doing it because they enjoy they like want to reminisce about this at some fucking point. Well, there's that. definitely sexual deviance because you get that throughout the rest of the film with like the camera guys and the two people that are a couple, like always sneaking up on them, always watching them fuck around and stuff like that, you know. So, like they are like it's in them already. And then like it, it starts with the one guy, the blonde guy, and they're like, "Go ahead, get, you know, get some or whatever." And they're encouraging him to like go do it, and then everybody just starts to fucking dog pile on. Yeah. And let's and let's talk about like what I feel uh, uh, the director is trying to do at this point in time, right? Which is, he, he's now trying to show these kids that at the beginning of the film were viewed at as the victims who got stuck in the Green Inferno and they never came back as being the true monsters, yes, right? right? Which now it turns into a tale of, you know, this colonial, like, like, like colonialism and like how it exploits these native people um by letting them do like whatever they want to them you know like how they rape them how they take them how they take their shit they fucking dominate them and stuff like that and i understand that that's where he's going but like it, like shit like this also makes it go off the rails <laughs> like to such a level where i'm like it it's ironic to me that this guy would like attempt this, <laughs> like, like where, where? At what point in time is he is he exploiting the the actual people in the film? Yeah, and not seeing the message that he's trying to create on camera. That might be like it's a, fucking weird. a that might know. be like an ongoing conversation. Like, what you know, it, it it is the director. Was he really just trying to? He had a vision or or something that he wanted to say, a statement about something. And this whole film is just a big statement, or is it a little bit of his own? But is it I don't think it's. I don't think it's that at all. I don't think the director. If the if there is any, I, I I'm really of the belief that if there is any like statement or political message in this film, I feel like it happened by accident. Like <laughs> he, the, it might have been an after the fact scenario. If you like, look, yeah, because I mean, look, look, the director 
prior to this has been was known for making extreme like pushing the boundaries of horror. So it, if anything, I think his guiding light or his guiding force for this was simply let's let's go more extreme than I went before type of thing. Why have that conversation where Professor Monroe is talking to the girl on the the bench and he's like, What would what do you think we should do about this? And she's like, I don't care about the tribe. And he's like, but don't these people like deserve a culture? Don't they, like, don't we need to respect? Are, aren't we yeah. the ones? Like, it seems like he's. I definitely he's think clearly he has a, making. He has a message some here. Point the, to say like I, the message. The true it, evil is this Western society that came. Well, yeah. I, I think yep. I th- if there if there's any message, and it's one that I, I believe was repeated in a couple other cannibal films that kind of copied after it, which mm-hmm. is like, you know. Who's who's the real savage? Yeah, and it's like it's that's just where it's left at. It's I don't think there is a stronger political argument other than that one statement. And honestly, in this film, that just kind of comes off as like some shit that was at the end to, to maybe make uh-huh. the film feel like there was a bigger message at stake. But it, it doesn't it it doesn't feel honest when I hear that line at the end of the film. It doesn't sound like the filmmaker was like, I'm really wanting to drive this home. No, the way they piece the movie together would lead me to believe there is some kind of message they're trying to get across. Like like you said, yeah, the cliche, like who is the real savage, you know, yeah. like that is part of it. But yeah, I mean, I'll also, com- I, like, again, I go back to like the whole media thing. Like I think I even read somewhere that it was kind of a, a philosophy he had on media that uh, during some some moment, like he felt that the media had inflated, you know, a certain war or something, and and right. and, and and staged things to make it seem more grand, and that really uh, impacted him in a way that made him feel like the media wasn't telling the truth, which is why he wanted these documentary filmmakers to, you know, to 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 take you from oh they're just arrogant to no they're fucking but like crazy he be- but, like. The irony being that, like, he turns into the monster, I mean, in real life, essentially. The director turns into Yeah. The, isn't that ironic? That's, that's what I'm think? saying. <laughs> Don't you think? Anyways, let's, we gotta go past let's this. Finish it, yeah, let, let's finish this, yeah, let's finish this movie, because so, we have yeah, all day. just a handful of stuff that this, happens. Well, what happens next is basically the tribe says, you know what, you killed one of ours, we got you all. And they come back and they attack, and... They, she, the, the filmmaker ends up shooting one of his own people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just, so he, so he can't get he he shot him so he couldn't get away because they wanted to videotape how they're going to mutilate the body. Yes, which is just fucked up right At there. At this point, you're still not willing to. You know, like bow out. You're like still. You're just descending no, keeps, into madness. He keeps hanging. The film. Like the, la- the last twenty minutes are just very chaotic yeah. in this film. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The filmmaker hang- keeps on hanging on to it until the very end, until he's killed. Because next is Faye. Faye's next, and she's gang raped. And, and again, murdered. this is what I was talking about earlier. Like his his the how willing this filmmaker is to go in terms of like capturing like footage, like to the point where where one of the camera guys is like, "Dude, stop filming. Let's let's save her." He's like, no, no, no! I'm gonna film this. He's like, he's 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 willingly just giving up his girlfriend so she can get raped and then cut to pieces for the sake of footage. And he still thinks he's getting out of there. Yeah, that's psychotic. That's sociopathic, man. Right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, <laughs> there's no other way around it. Mm-hmm. And then basically, the the yeah, the found footage ends with um the the lead guy his dead face on the ground yeah. and um, well no th- look, there's a dick that gets cut off I was going to skip yeah. back to that because <laughs> oh, yeah I've seen that clip before and seeing it again was equally as horrifying <laughs> as the first time yeah yeah looks real 
It sure does. Yep. I don't know how they did that. I don't either. Even just for the idea, just filming that, like I just can't even imagine being in that <laughs> and, scenario. And getting and like again back to the, like how the hell did he direct these? <laughs> here's what I want you to do: I want grab to his penis, <laughs> act like you're cutting his. I just don't. Dick off. But here's the hard part that I again I understand is like I get I get that level of them going along with it. It's the the actual actors where I'm just blown away that he got them to actually do half the shit that he got them to do. Yeah, I'm more I'm more blown away by that. I yeah. think and, than yes. than than some. And some uh, people we're, who are yeah. native to the area. We're going to cut a turtle up in front of you. You hold on to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah You're going to sure. dig your hands through the turtle guts. I, right. I, I, no, I mean, like, let's... Why Why do you think that? Like, why are we assuming that they're any less appalled by this? No, they might might have been. I don't know. haven't done enough research. Maybe they're, maybe they're totally... Yeah, I don't want to insinuate you know, that these I people don't want to are more I don't want inclined to, to be no, like... No, I'm not insinuating that they're more inclined to do barbaric, crazy shit. Okay. I'm saying it's more on the actors themselves who, you know, they have a better understanding of... Like of what of films and what, what they're trying to do, what they're trying and to what show. they're trying to do, what's okay. right and wrong. They don't... With the tribes people like, that's our food? Yes. I mean, spe- talk about the... Mo- we missed the monkey scene we touched on that's earlier. Right. They yeah. eat, they... they yeah. We see a monkey get killed, another... Animal death. They Another chop animal his, they death. Chop his head off. Guess Tones. what? Cat, yeah, yeah. That's a twofer because <laughs> take one didn't work, so they yeah. take two. So they killed two monkeys for that scene. <sighs> and yeah, I think for them it's not as crazy because it's just food. This is what they're used to. Yeah. Obviously, the the interacting with the with the with the actors was probably different and weird for them. But again, I think they probably who knows? Maybe they just went along with it because it seemed fun or something. I don't fucking know. The actors going along with, all right, we're gonna we're gonna kill all these animals on screen. And these are actors who I'm sure have been in other things where it's like, oh no, but we fake the animal deaths. It's like not in this one. This yeah. shit's fucking real. Yeah. Uh, like how do you get the actor to go like, okay, I'm cool with that. Roll it. How do you get the actor to be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with getting butt ass naked and rolled around in the fucking Amazon jungle with a bunch of people pulling me all directions in the mud? Like that Talking to me, like you couldn't pay me enough to be in this movie. <laughs> There's no fucking way. No. <laughs> if somebody's like, you're gonna do this, I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> See that budget? Ooh, no, not if anybody got not, not, not a lot of people got paid. Yeah. I think there's but, no way. I mean, although this film did create quite a legacy, so this film has a crazy ass legacy. It really does. But I also, I, I kind of, I kind of get it. Oh, I absolutely, dude. I kind of get it for a first found footage film, a film that was is banned in a shitload of countries, like featuring real like animal deaths, the extreme nature of it. I mean, it's it's a hard film. To like stomach, but it is like one of those things. That's that's that you know you're pink flamingos. It's climbing the summit. I watched that movie yeah. type of thing. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It was I, in. So go ahead. No, nah, nah, yeah, uh, like yes, I agree. Like definitely, there's a technical amazement to this that like you're kind of like. First of all, yes, absolutely. By mixing real violence and fake violence, it just makes the fake violence more real. <laughs> like, yeah. it's no fucking doubt. Um. It is a pretty ingenious way. Found footage is a pretty ingenious concept, especially when this was shot on film rather than VHS or anything. So there was a level of it where I was kind of like, wait, hold on for a second. Like, how do they physically do this? Like, how are they physically shooting everything? At time? Like, at, at some point in time, right, remember when they shoot the friend and the friend is being murdered and he says to the guy, 
I want you to run that thing until the tape runs out. He's like, every minute. Or, uh, right, yeah. every minute, right? So am I to assume now that they are running now through the, for- the forest, now I'm calling it a forest, through the jungle, being chased by people that want to kill them, and they stop to change reels? I like, don't know if they changed reels. They would have to. Why? Because they're using film. Like, you run out of tape, and you have to change the reel. I guess it depends how big the reel of film was. Like, they couldn't have been using anything bigger than, like... Ten minutes, maybe? Ten minutes would be kind of a bigger reel. It looked like they were using, like, those five to three minute reels. Okay. So, like, a part of me was, like... (laughs) They're climbing in trees and changing film. How the fuck are they changing the film? (laughs) Like, how the fuck are they... Were they pulling out the fucking... Well, if you notice, in the... They they had... what's, What's irritating about this last scene is they had every opportunity to get away because once the tribe got one of them... They did their thing. They chopped him up, did what they had to right. do, and they had plenty of time to sit there in the shadows filming and watching them feed on this. And it's like they, they have all this time. They back. They, they, sh- they run off and they shoot at them as they're running away, and then that's when they come back after them. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's your moment when they're in the middle of eating fucking Frank's arm. You know, quick swap on the reel. Boom, we're in it again. That's an incredibly fast swap. I mean, if you're a documentary guy used to war zones, you probably got technique. I guess you're right. They, they would have had to have done it in war zones. You're right. Yeah. I feel like there had to be some. Or fake war zones. What do you say? You have to be we... careful about what you film, I guess. <laughs> what do you guess. say we rate the Spammer Jammer? Well, we should, we should say at the end of the film, they, uh, after the footage is finished, we see Dr. Monroe sitting in a private viewing place with the yes. executives of the TV that want to present this and this was the last bit of footage that he says the editors wouldn't even want it didn't even want to touch so he played it for them to be like you can't show this shit and the final thing is uh, the executive calls on the phone says burn it burn it and then what happens we get the, what we we're just saying at the end who's the savages us or them right and Franco Nero walks off <laughs> right so anyways this ending again walks off into another walks spaghetti into western another <laughs> Um, this is another ending too, where like it kind of feels like, what am I supposed to derive from this ending, right? From what I'm guessing, everything they've seen is so horrendous that they, in good conscience, can't show it to anybody. So he says to the guys, "Burn it. This is too horrible to exist in the world." Yes. And yet the director, in the irony, <laughs> is releasing the very same footage. <laughs> yeah. For a profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's kind of again like it's this the very almost troll, Mike. odd meta <laughs> yeah it's like this odd meta moment the ultimate where ultimate troll <laughs> he has to know what he's doing at that point right. but if he's being so I mean if if the rumors are true and and he was terrible to these people that he had in the film and he's exploiting these people which I kind of feel like he was like how did he miss the irony of his own message I don't understand. I, I feel like it's all it's all in the name of making like the most the shocking, most film, shocking yeah, film you could. I agree. I agree. He was so obsessed with Fucking, that he couldn't I see. Guess so he's he probably laughing at the irony of it. He probably saw it. He's probably just like, I'm you have fuck. to really. But you, now you're really treating people like shit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so I, like that's the, a possibility. If he's laughing, he's just as bad. As the I mean, listen, he he, he he has he has been uh, quite apologetic. About no, I, aspects I of the that. film for sure in, in his later in his later years, you know, but. I don't know. I I think I, I really think it's all in the name of. I think what's it was the most just, shocking thing I yeah, could create. I, honestly, I th- when I watch this, I see a cocky son of a bitch Aww. behind the director chair. Who? Yeah. Who knows, man? That's what I see. Yeah. 
it. I like. I hope people want to like see something. Was, like I'm gonna fucking show them something. Yeah. Do, do you think he was like the embodiment of um, Jack's character in this uh, movie? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. In a way. What's his name? Jack. I don't know the main. Yeah, the main. The yeah, main main, yeah. main douchebag. I think it's Jack. Or is yeah. it Al- Alan Yates? That was Alan Yates. You're it's right. Alan Yates. You're right. I do. I do. I do. Definitely. And that's maybe the irony in it too. Is is maybe he didn't see himself in that aspect, but he definitely was that person. You know, yeah. art is an expression of your inner self in a lot of cases. So, what do you say we uh, rate this art in, within yourself? What are we gonna rate it? Did they put down the rate yourself? So neither Ian or Samantha provided a score for it, um, but Ian requested that we rate it turtles. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go with Mike first. So I'm gonna give this a two. Um, like I said at the top of the show, not a fan of found footage. Not a fan of this type of violence, like the real gory. Like, no, I mean, I shouldn't say gory. Like when it's fake gory, like like a trauma film, like it's fine for me. When it becomes like the kind of like hostile, kind of like torture porn, kind of stuff that like had its kind of heyday and then came back a little bit, and um, that's never been my favorite genre in the world. So uh, there is gonna be some bias to this. A little bit, but um, the influence that this had on other films and like the message, like if I'm just looking at the film in a vacuum, like it's pretty ingenious, right? Like and and the influence shows it. It was, you know, this this film influenced Blair Witch Project. It influenced Man Bites Dog. Um, Probably lots of other cannibal movies. I'm a lot sure. of well, obviously there was. Of course, there's the the people that copy, but mm-hmm. like and obviously you know, Green Inferno is just. You know, what well, I mean, is it a sequel? I mean, at this point, no, like, no, it's just an homage. It's just an homage, right? Yeah. Um, but like, there's just no doubt. Like, it's it's just uh, uh, there's an influence there, and and that's pretty ingenious. But like, I can't I can't help but knock the cruelty that I feel that kind of accompanies this film when you think about it and how it was made, and you know, like, you know, I, look, I wasn't on the ground. I don't know what the situation was between. The director and this, 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 these people, these indigenous people that live there. I don't, I don't know if they were fine with. It. I don't know what the fucking situation was. But there's a part of me that feels like could, like, was it understood that like, hey, by the way, where I come from, nobody knows this, so I'm gonna give you a face of being these absolutely terrible people. But don't worry, there's gonna be this cool message at the end. Um, but you're also gonna be a culture that, like, rapes for what seemingly is no reason, <laughs> like. They're just horrendous, like, they're almost equally horrendous, but, like, I feel like there's a facade to that. I I, I don't know, it, I, I, I can't, I can't wrap my head around <laughs> liking this film in any way or ever wanting to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, you know, I just can't give it a, I can't give it a high score, no matter how much it, it influenced other films. Too, I can stick him with it. He went quiet on that. I had to think what the fuck I was gonna like end this. I was just like, yeah, okay, I guess I can yeah. talk about all the things I don't like. Listen, like, man, this is a challenging film. It's cha- It's a challenging watch for sure. And to to you're struggling right there. It's a really challenging film to know kind of how or where you want to stand on it when it's said and done. I mean. I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna come in half a point higher than you. I'm gonna come in at two point five on this film. Um, you know, I really have to praise the. If I'm gonna praise anything, I'm gonna praise the director in terms of his in, in ingenuity in creating something 
uh, in found footage, creating like a new element and a new way to tell a story and a new way to kind of shock audiences. I mean, that's he. No one else did that before, and he created a genre of horror after it. Um, that being said, yeah, I don't know if I'm if I'm gonna watch this movie again. I I, I try I, I tried really hard to avoid watching it twice, so I want to make sure there's no three times for me, but. Um, you know, check it out if you want to challenge yourself, but goddamn it, the animal killing shit is, uh, is rough. It's rough, man. So yeah, I guess 2.5. I don't have anything super insightful to dive into on this one. Chris? Mm, I'm going to do three and a half, uh, turtles on this, um, this film surprised me in quite a few ways. Uh, not all good, but as I've said before, uh, a movie that can emotionally impact me um, is worth a, is worth a watch for sure. Uh, or, you know, it was worth the watch. Um, it, I agree that I might not ever go back and watch this again. I feel like maybe one time is enough. You get it. It's so visceral that like it burns images into your head when you see it. So, you know, don't need to rush back out and, and, and dig into it. But as I was saying, it surprised me in a lot of ways. First of all, didn't expect the cinematic aspect in the first half of the movie and the, in the jungle adventure story that that kind of was, and it did pepper in some pretty gruesome scenes. So it sets you up for what's later to come. Um, I didn't know it was going to split down the middle and suddenly turn into that found footage esque style which is cool it's cool that in 1980 somebody had the idea to 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 give you this view i mean everybody was saying yeah once you get into the that part of it it feels gritty and it feels uncomfortable and sad and it's like yeah the camera's shaky you feel like you're actually in the the, the thick of it you know and uh and it feel you feel very vulnerable because it feels like the tribe could be all around you but then what they do with the story is they flip it at that moment and make you go, no, fuck these these documentary filmmakers. These guys are fucking horrible people. And I'm actually not even that sad that they got that they lost in the end. Like I'm kind of in a weird way. I was rooting for the tribe, which is kind of what the opening uh, what, what you were saying in your opening, Cody, is like you kind of root for the fact that these people get it in the end because they go in, they start fucking with, you know, uh, these tribes who are just doing their thing and they want to make this crazy entertainment and they burn their village down and they kill their people and they, you know, they act like a bunch of shitheads. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Now you're getting a taste of your own medicine, you know, at the end. So by the end of it, I was satisfied with the fact that, that it didn't end with them making it out and being famous and shit, you know? Um, but it does leave you like, it leaves a little bit of a stain, (laughs) uh, you know, on your heart because of all of the, brutal animal killings that are in this and every time one came on the screen i was like ready to fast forward or putting my hand over my eyes or kind of wincing or getting on wikipedia and reading like i don't need to sit here and watch a five minute scene of a turtle getting slaughtered i get that it's for food but it's not something that um you know when you're young you want to push those limits i'm like i don't need to anymore i feel like i've already seen enough and seeing innocent animals get killed on screen is just not something that enhances the viewing for me, but I do get the emotional reaction. Um, so pretty good movie overall, like for a one-time watch and very shocking and very impactful. Um, I do recommend it, but yeah, you have to have the stomach for it. You have to be wanting to test your might. And uh, yeah, three and a half turtles. Three and a half turtles from Chris. I'm going to come in at a three. 
um, oddly enough. And the reason I say that is because the the only way I can describe this car it, or this car, this 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 film is is a car wreck. Like you just can't look away at, from it. Um, there's there and there's oddly something beautiful about this film in some of the aspects of it. This is good, and I and I think it's because like this is the first found found footage film, and the fact that it also is probably one of the most believable found footage films. Like as far as when it gets into the found footage parts of it, I'd say that's fair. Like when again, because of the real shit in there, even with the the fake shit, like there's just you're feeling dread and fear throughout the whole thing because everyone's like, yeah, dude, there's there's tribal people who are trying to survive, but they'll fucking eat you, and then there's these terrible, horrible people who are 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 essentially torturing these these tribal people. So, it, it, it and there's there's no way do you see a good end to this, and this film. With the effects that it does use, man, they they there's like for being nineteen whatever, they look great. Like even though the gore for the human stuff is fake, there's you can't for most part you can't tell. Yeah, I I don't know how they do the penis cutting off scene. Like I really don't. <laughs> once no. again the whole time I'm just like, like that was so fucking real this- fucked at me. <laughs> there's this there's this awful thing like where I don't ever want to watch this film again because of the animal stuff in there. I never care to see that stuff again. It is horrible. I wish that they would not have done it. But it adds to this film in an element of like, look, there's not a oddly enough too, like the acting's not bad. Like everyone's believable in this film too. Yeah. And like that's like there's there's a lot of up things to it, but man, just it's fucking brutal and it will take its toll it will take its toll on you like it did. It, it emotionally took a toll on me and in a weird way I enjoyed it, but I would never do it again. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I got know your badge, Cody. Yeah, you got you got your badge. I <laughs> I don't know how. To, I think I enjoyed it because when it when I saw the found footage stuff, I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like I'm seeing where all this stuff came from. Yeah. And then as I'm watching it, be like, okay, no one's done it to this level since because I either a, a they know you can't, or b no one should. Yeah. <laughs> like I it's one of the two. Might have learned the, our lessons. Yeah. Here. One of the things I forgot to mention, we didn't even talk about in the review though. The thing that. Also, because you mentioned like certain aspects are beautiful, like the soundtrack. God, thank you for saying yeah, that. I was good. waiting soundtrack to bring it up. It's so calm yeah. and just. It's eerie. It's eerie, but it's also a beautifully arranged piece of music. When it shouldn't be. When, when it, it should, fucking yeah. shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. layer it over in the most disgusting shit in the same parts. And you're just like, oh man, you're really fucking with my emotions right now. I like, love that theme. We saw it in Mark of the Devil mm-hmm. and it's also been used in Treevenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, love it's, it. it's it, like in this movie, I feel like you get a sense of like, of, of pure evil. Like you do get a sense of pure evil. From what this, side is the question? The filmmakers. It, 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 there's no doubt. Like, they're trying to make it th- like the filmmakers are always like you know the question who's the real savage like we may, we know what you were it's trying to do filmmakers. they're the, the filmmakers yeah the, like yeah. we know what you're trying to do right um i got a question for you though real quick yeah like what did you do immediately after you watched the film uh took a deep breath 
<laughs> like and it just sat there for a moment. I let the credits roll all the way. Did I didn't, you really? I yeah. didn't. I did. I turned it off immediately. I just sat there and the credits. I, I saw the like... first. Oh, well, I saw the first credit and I had. I stopped it and like it went back and read it because I was like, oh, this is about them being fine, good. Like I hope they fucking lost some money on some of this shit. I like, of it, this made shit. a bunch of money. I was angry. I was angry. I, yeah, okay, good. Because I, 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 the first thing I did immediately I was, was like, it was kind of late, and I was like, I should go to bed, but I was like. I f- you said something where you're like it makes you feel dirty like yeah. I felt dirty and I was like I gotta cleanse myself in a comedy or some <laughs> shit like, and I like jumped out like, I immediately started watching The Flash because I was just like that's what I was seeing when, like, I need something wholesome bright eyed bright eyed CW kids man yeah. like, and hero- heroism and good is, always wins dude, this I is, hate this shit you, this is one of those movies and I, I think I, I've talked about them on the show before but I, it's one of those movies that I truly believe like like a piece you of do, you dude. piece it's, of you something is gone after it's done okay. it is it, you said this is the first time you've ever, Chris. This is the first time you've ever seen this film in its whole. Yes. Question now. Yeah. Um, I remember you telling me one time that the the wor- one of the worst films you saw was Solo. I agree with that statement as well. Do you think Solo's worse than this in terms of like horrendous, like disturbing footage? I'm gonna add my answer in here on top of before you, but I'm gonna say. Um... Ooh, actually, I don't know. Now that I'm picturing all the scenes from Solo, it's... I feel like this is more visceral. Like, they, 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 Solo has this weird... <sighs> Solo has this weird, like, polish on it. Like, whereas this film has, like, like again, like... Yeah. A very in-the-jungle feel. Like Keep in mind, both films, too, also had rumors of stuff being real in it as well. Right? Correct. But they did shit, they did shit like... Like brilliant shit in this film, where I thought, like, God damn, that's so smart. Like, oh well, they didn't have the sound on right here, so you don't have any sound, which makes it feel even more realistic. Because know, this one, you yeah. know, and then they turn on the sound halfway through the scene, and then it, the sound kicks in, and it, there's just there's I, so much with it. I yeah. wanted, to, I want to add though. I think I still think that Solo is uh, a more exhausting film to watch. Yeah, definitely. Because you know, with Solo, it is a constant barrage. From start to finish, it is unrelenting, and it is just all the characters are just pure evil, like the shittiest of the shittiest, right? And they're taking pleasure in this. And then the whole film is is wrapped in this beautiful pian- pianist mm-hmm. who's who's sitting there through all of this, playing the piano for these for these atrocities that's happening. So I feel like that movie, that movie, I definitely when it was done, I definitely sat there and felt weak. Okay. <laughs> you know? Okay. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, you do feel weak. Like, yeah, it took one out of you. How well, else do you put it? I was it? drained after this yeah. movie. Definitely. I was. But I but again, it kept the pace kept me um on the ride of Cannibal Holocaust. Yes. Whereas Solo, I feel like I'm on the slowest yeah. fucking <laughs> most torturous <laughs> ride. Fucking, yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's like, make it. It's stop. like you're taking the Disneyland fucking uh railroad <laughs> through hell. <laughs> Except like there's no dinosaurs in the yeah. creation of the earth. It's just horrible, horrible shit. Just this definitely felt never like ends. at least we were on, you know, like a like mm. you know, it wasn't quite Space Mountain. It definitely wasn't Space Mountain. Like <laughs> maybe, maybe like, Big Thunder Railroad. Maybe a Big Thunder I don't Railroad. Know, even that's more no. I would say it's like it's a small world. <laughs> but fucking, So this is okay. So no, this, this is, is like the Thunder Mountain Railroad and, yes, that's and what I mean. Salo's like it's a small world. That's what I mean, yeah. <laughs> I would definitely say I'm giving this a three based more on the technical stuff and the aspect of like just the creativeness. Did you not finish your review of yet? it? I no, I did, but I'm I'm just like just going back to it oh, okay. rather than <laughs> yeah because well, like, I want to make this sorry, dude. No, I just I just, 
is still a three, but for different reasons. I just want to make this clear is this, <laughs> that it's not so much the entertainment value of this film. Because yeah. I don't think the entertainment value of this film is real high. The weird thing is, is like they keep a pace that does keep you entertained. That's like, oh, I think you you're watching it to go, what fucking crazy shit am I gonna? See yeah, I want to call that entertainment though. I would call I would, that more yeah. like to to what Cody said, more of like a train wreck, you know, or a car car accident where it's like you just can't you can't stop watching because you're like, what fucking next horrendous thing am I gonna see? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I wouldn't classify that as 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 an entertainment value. I would classify that as is intriguing and. And something you can't pull your eyes away from, but it's it's much different than saying you know like oh this 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 uh, this new rock film like there's a lot of stunts and action explosion that was that was entertaining how is he gonna get out of it whereas this one's just like nah these people are fucking dead this is how it happens mm. yeah I guess I guess entertaining is a little too happy of a word to use for yeah. a movie like this but you need to find like the the negative version of entertaining <laughs> yeah what's the opposite of yeah. fun. <laughs> Boring. I don't know. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say this is boring, but no. I just thought of a descriptor, a high energy shit show. There you go. High <laughs> energy shit show. <laughs> just like this episode. All right, that's our show for this week. Do us a favor, head over to iTunes, leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. Then when you're done with that, head over head over, head over to cultfilmandreview.com. Leave uh, your request for us to review. And who knows, maybe we'll pick yours sooner than later. And then uh, make sure you pick up a t-shirt too. Do that. That's another fun thing that you can do to support the show. Um, And then follow us on social media at cultfilm underscore review on Instagram and Twitter. And then, I'm sorry, just on Twitter. That's just Twitter. And then cultfilm because we changed the goddamn name, Chris. So make sure you head over to Instagram. Follow us at Colt Film in Review on Instagram, like I said. And then head over to Twitter and follow us at Colt Film underscore review. Then Facebook. Make sure you check us out on there. YouTube also. Uh, you can follow Kyle at. You can follow me on Instagram at Colt Film underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at. Cold film underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike at, at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram and Snapchat. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs>